Well, it is so good to be here. What a great day to be alive and just so wonderful to be together in the house of God. And uh, we are in this series. We're up to week four of Reality Bites. And uh, I tell you what, hasn't it been significantly great? I mean, our last three weeks, Andy Kabala, Trent Membray, and then Sean Nepstead last week in the Sunday morning services. That has been all happening. And, uh, and now it's me today. So uh, no pressure, Hartley. Just three world-class speakers and then myself. But uh, hey, just always want to let you know, if you missed any of these, go on to our c3silverwater.com and, uh, and you can listen to all the messages. Uh, they're there. We put them up on a Monday each week. So uh, if you've missed any, really recommend uh, speaking. And sometimes you might hear one, you thought, man, that could really help someone in my world. Just send them the link. Say, hey, this was church last week or a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking of you. Why don't you listen to this? Because uh, I just know how much, uh, you know, these, these messages have been impacting for so many of us, which is really, really great. But it's not over. There's still a couple more weeks on this great uh, series that's got such an invite factor. And uh, we are passionate about reaching this city with the message of Jesus. And we want to do all we can to make it really good for you to invite people to church. So uh, let's be inviters, uh, absolutely. Well, today we're looking at how to manage stress. And uh, my little message has a subtitle and it's called, It's in the Bag. Can we all say, It's in the Bag? Well, if we're to look at stress, uh, defined by in the Oxford Dictionary, it says this, a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. You know, stress is something that each and every one of us faces. Let's be, let's be truthful here this morning. We all face stress at certain times in certain levels and degrees in life. The Australian Psychological Society over the past five years has been conducting an annual survey focusing all around stress and well-being in Australians. And they're doing this because they know it's a really significant issue in society today. And that report has found that 35% of Australians have said that they have significant levels of stress. It's a big deal. And if we're to look at what are the top forms of stress in our society right now, the biggest one is financial issues. It was the top reason for this stress caused on individuals in our nation, followed by family issues, then personal health, then trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, and then lastly, issues with uh, the health of others close to us. They were the, the top five things that are causing stress in our community. I was interested to then uh, read that uh, they're saying that even uh, the social media is causing stress. That social media, 12% of the, those surveys said that is a source of stress for their life. And uh, according to Safe Work Australia, stress is costing the business sector $10 billion every year. This is a, this is a significant issue in our society. And the thing with stress is, when stress comes on our world, some of the, the ways we respond to things isn't great. For some people, it ends up be turning into anger. People go moody. People start then making poor decisions. For some people, they lose sleep. For some people, they get really sick. These things aren't good. The medical professionals tell us that stress is a risk factor for heart disease, strokes, and many other diseases. 
So here we have stress. It's, it's real. It happens, and it's an issue. And there's some, some, some factors about it. But I'm here today not to talk about stress and not give a solution. I'm here to give us some good news. Who's on some good news? Because our society and each of us needs some good news. And I'm here to say that does God have answers for us today? Absolutely. God has answers for us today. A number of years ago, and I've, uh, I've mentioned a different part of this story a few times, I attempted to do a, an endurance race in the Blue Mountains. It was a 100-kilometer kind of race that I was doing with uh, three other friends, and we were just going to walk it. And uh, to do this race, this 100-kilometer race that would have taken us probably from about 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning through to probably 6 a.m. Sunday morning, so we've been walking all through the night, uh, to do this race, the, uh, the people, do, the directors of this race have rules about what you have to carry in your bag. These are some of the things. Each individual has to carry a whistle, an emergency space blanket, a water with the capacity of at least two litres. You have to have food. You have to have a high visibility safety vest. You have to have a head torch. You've got to have a long sleeve thermal top, a long sleeve thermal pants. You've got to have a waterproof jacket got to have thermal gloves, you've got to have a beanie. They're the things that each individual has to carry. And then within your team, you've also got to go and carry some first aid equipment with bandages, dressings, strapping tape, wipes, painkillers, sunscreen. You've got to have a copy of the map in the waterproof uh, map case. You've got to uh, carry a compass. You've got to have two mobile phones on two different networks. You've got to have uh, waterproof safety matches. You've got to have a fire uh, fighter block. You've got to take all of these things before you can even start the race, you actually get inspected to make sure you're carrying these things. You see, if you haven't got those things in the bag, you can't start the race. And the reason these people say you have to have these things is they know there's a, there's a mild chance that maybe somewhere on the journey of your race, you might get into trouble. You might come into a situation that could cause high levels of stress on your race if you get into trouble. You could go off the track. The tracks are fairly well marked out, but in the middle of the night, who knows, you could go off the track. You could fall over. You could fall down a little, you know, into a waterfall. You could fall off some rocks. You could break a leg. And if you found yourself down there in trouble, you've got these things in your bag to help you in that moment. And you know, in life, God has some things for us that we have and they're in our bag to help us in life and when we hit circumstances and situations that will cause us stress. But I think sometimes too many of us, we leave them in the bag. You've got to get them out of the bag. See, God has all he has for us to live this life in a tremendously wonderful way. But we've got to make sure that we know what he has for us. We've got to make sure that we're, we're skilled up, that we're trained up, that we're, we're in the things of God and we're utilizing them to help us in the situations that will come. It's in the bag. Christ has all we need. It's in the bag. Because who knows when we become Christians and followers of Jesus Christ, it's really clear that it's not a bed of roses. It says this in James 1, verses 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. There will be times trials will come. But let's make sure that we're doing life in a way when the trials come, 
when circumstances hit us in life, that it's not taking us out of the race, that it's, we're not using uh, an unneeded amount of energy and getting so stressed and then losing sleep and, and then making poor choices and going these downward spirals. Let's make sure we know what we've got in Christ so that we can pop through these things. We don't camp in these things. We come out of these things in a great speed and a wonderful way and we learn from what we might need to learn when we're in the middle of it, but we don't camp there and we don't know that we have in Christ what we need to get through. Romans 8, 6, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Let's, let's remember we're not in the world, we're not of the world, we're above those things. We're above those things in Christ. We live a different way. We can be in circumstances that everyone else in the office gets really stressed about, but we pop out with joy. We come through this thing without getting bogged down because we're sons and daughters of the living God. We have Jesus Christ in our life and we don't have to camp there. We live at a higher altitude. We live up there and we can live up there because we carry around all we need to get through every circumstance that life may throw at us. And it does happen. But I love that there are moments to shine sometimes when difficulties come. We can shine. We can handle it well. Things will happen, but we can make sure that we're doing it in a way where we're not getting too stressed. So before I just get into how to handle the stress, I just thought I'd touch on a few things to make sure that there's a few things I think we can do in life to lessen the stress, things that we can do to make sure we're not adding, because a lot of the circumstances that stress brings, we can't always foresee them. We, can't, we don't know what's around the corner. Sometimes we have no control over them. But who knows there are some things in life that we have some control over that we can reduce the stress. Let me say this one. Our time management. How stressful is it when you are in the car in Sydney traffic and you're running late for someone? where you possibly could have avoided that by leaving a little bit earlier. It's, it's not a good feeling. I really found myself in one of these things earlier in the year. We were away with, uh, uh, at a church function up in the Blue Mountains on this uh, Friday night into a Saturday, and uh, it was Dorian and Rose's wedding on the Saturday, and I was conducting the wedding. Who knows, it's okay for the bride to be late, but it's not okay for the guy conducting the wedding to be late. So we're up in the Blue Mountains, and I was thinking, okay, I don't want to be there. I need to get there early. I've got to make sure that, you know, that I've got the books, and we've got the pen, and the tables, and, and things are how we rehearsed. And so I wanted to make sure we'd get there on time. So we got in the car from the Blue Mountains, and we started coming down from the mountains and onto the M4. And I thought I'd left enough time, and I had my wife with me, and I was feeling really relaxed, and I saw the turn off to the M7. I'm driving, and about a few hundred meters past that turn off to the M7, which was one of the ways I could have gone, I hit a massive traffic jam on the M4. It just went to like, you know, snail pace. And I'm like, this all of a sudden isn't looking too good. And as I just crawled, I could just feel the temperature in the car just rise and rise and rise, not from my wife, but from the driver. And I'm there going, I'm not liking this. And, uh, you know, I started listening, I think I listened to the radio and I found out that it was, I think it was just, there'd been an e earlier accident or something. And I'm like, this isn't good. So I was crawling and crawling. I'm looking at the time thinking, this isn't cool. 
I'm starting to feel a little bit of pressure right now. So I thought, I know, what every good man does is you try and find a shortcut. When they're not shortcuts, I tell my kids they're fun cuts. So I thought, okay, I'm on the M4, I'm going to go down James Roos Drive, I'm going to go on to Victoria Road, because Victoria Road is pretty good on a Saturday normally. So I start taking that. I get up to about uh, the ride area on Victoria Road, and it is bumper to bumper. And I'm like, this isn't too cool. I try and take one of the left lane shortcuts and I try to cut back in and I get abused by one car, force me into a side street down a road I hadn't been down. And I finally make my way back onto Victoria Road. I get through the big traffic jam and I'm like, oh, I'm good. And as I'm driving along Victoria Road a little bit longer, I see a sign. Do you know how they've got signs around Sydney these days? And it's like, major traffic delays ahead. Uh, earlier accident on one of the bridges. And I'm like, this isn't happening, but it is. So I start driving. I thought, okay, next shortcut. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go down, uh, is it Devlin Road, kind of towards Manavar Road, and I'll, I'll cut onto the M2. And I'll... So all of a sudden, this road that I thought would take me all the way in the city, I'm like doing like this. And all of a sudden, I hit another traffic jam. It was the most stressful drives I've ever experienced in my life. Thank goodness I got there just in time. But who knows you when you live in Sydney, there's some certain things you can do to release the stress. Manage your time. Be organized in life. Don't put self-inflicted stress into your world. If you can help it, it's not cool. Have some wisdom in life. If finances are the leading cause of stress for us in Australia, make sure you use some wisdom. We're not all financial uh, you know, advisors. We're not all in that world. If you're not good at it, put your hand up and get some help. Before you make major decisions, ask for some counsel. It is a good thing to do. I remember a number of years ago, I had an opportunity to buy a really nice car. It was so tempting. It was a European car. It was turbo. It had le- just had all so many great things about it, but it was expensive. And I toiled with the idea, should I, should I, should I? Do you know what I did? I picked two men in my life, great, great Christian men, who their whole head is the world of finance. I called them both. I got them on the phone. I said, look, can I ask for some advice? I said, I've got this opportunity, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they asked me a couple of questions. Both men gave me the same advice. They said, I would recommend you don't buy the car. Why don't you do this right now at where you are in life? Do you know what I did? I took their advice. And as the months into the year, just after that rolled on, I looked back and I thought, I'm so grateful I took their advice. So grateful some things changed. I went out of uh, my workplace in the IT industry and uh, working for the church. A whole lot of things changed. And I'm just like, that could have caused a lot of undue stress on my life if I'd gone ahead. But I sought some counsel. Get some wisdom for good decisions. I mean, I, there's nothing I love more than seeing people in, in this place, you know, driving beautiful, safe cars. But for that season, it, it just wasn't for us. And, uh, and, and seek counsel when you need to seek counsel. Don't go and buy a Ferrari in faith thinking, I will somehow be able to make these repayments. Seek wisdom. If you're going into a relationship, seek some wisdom. If you've met someone, go and the people are in your world, your connect group leader, a pastor, say, look, you know, I'm starting to go and seek some wisdom. Oh, you know, oh, where did you find them? Oh, it was online. Oh, they followers of Jesus Christ. Oh, well, they, they, the thing said uh, that they, they love JC, and it's like, well, was it JC, Jesus Christ, or did they misspell the C, and it should have been a B for Justin Beaver, and they've got it wrong, and 
like, like actually get some wisdom. It'll stop stress in your life. It'll help you. God puts people in your world to help you. Seek them out. Get wisdom. Look after yourself physically. Eat well. Well-nourished bodies are better prepared to cope with stress. It's a, it's a fact. Get some good sleep. When you are tired, you find yourself stressing more because you often find yourselves thinking irrationally. And don't be too hard on yourself sometimes. I think sometimes if you set the bar too high in life, you'll get too stressed. Oh, I'm not married. Oh, I'd love to be here in life or married by now. And sometimes just lower the bar. Just chill sometimes. A few practical things to not add on to the stress that life might throw at them. So how do we handle stress? Well, most Australians go to some things like this. That same survey I mentioned before says the number one thing people do is they go and watch the TV or a movie. Some people focus on positive things, uh, spending time with family or friends, listening to music. Some do some reading. Unfortunately, some people turn to things like gambling and drugs and some really sad things that will lead them further down a really bad path. But I just think in this life, what does God have for us? Psalms 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Because sometimes when you're stressed, you need the help and you need it quickly because it's like in the moment, I'm feeling really stressed. Remember the scripture that says that God is a very present help when you are in trouble. He is there for you. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. God can exchange your stress for his peace. Your stress for his peace. It's what he has for us. Run to him, go to him, receive from him the peace from heaven which trans all understanding that can come into your life. What you have is in your bag. So here today, what are some of the things that I think can really help us? I'm thinking one of them has got to be perspective. Get a perspective on what is causing you to stress. Just, just pause for a moment. Should this thing be stealing from me right now? Because that's what stress does. It really steals from us, our emotions, our mind. You know, is it, is it worthwhile? I mean, my drive to the wedding, the good thing was having that at times going, it's going to work out, we'll get there, it's going to be okay, bride's always late. Like, but sometimes just take a bit, of a bit of a stock take, should it be stealing from me? Or should this be something really swiftly I can just rise above? We got home from a little uh, mini break two Saturdays ago, and uh, as we were unpacking the car, I started to see, uh, I have a mat in the back of our car, and I started to see this liquid on the mat. And I'm like, oh no, what's, what's spilt? And I like put my finger in it, and I'm, oh, that's olive oil. I'm like, uh-oh. See, I packed the car and obviously not done a good job with the olive oil and I looked and right there in the middle of the, the whole uh, back of our car was Nat's brand new uh, travel bag that I'd bought for her this year and I'm just like this isn't going to be pretty and I like, lifted it up and went oh no it's like dripping in oil and as I put it down next to the car something that normally maybe I'd get you know a bit oh really like disappointed and maybe stressed and how am I going to get the oil out See, a few hours before that, and I shared this last week, we had parked down near your park at Jamboree, and my, my little boy had, uh, ha had got so excited about the park 
forgotten the rules that we've been teaching him all his life to, to not cross the road without holding a parent's hand. And he had bolted across the road. And as I'm taking that bag out, I'm actually thinking how grateful I was to what it, uh, the protection that had happened to my son a few hours before, that all of a sudden something that would have normally put up my stress level a little bit was just like, it was just so low on the radar. It was just like, who cares, Nat, you've got oil on your bag, pop it out in the sun, you'll have this little stain mark forever, but it's all good. And I think sometimes we really can look at it, what, what is it? Is it worth, is this thing worth to be stealing from me right now? Can I get a perspective? Is there something where I can just look at it and go, you know what, there is, there is another way to look at this. I was reading yesterday this verse in 1 Corinthians uh, where it says, uh, As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I love scriptures like that because when sometimes things and troubles come, you can start going to the Word of God and go, there's good things coming. There's good things coming because I wonder how long we're in the problem and God's looking down going, are you serious? You're letting that thing get to you? you? That's so minor. Just look around at all the other hundreds of things going well in your life and you're letting that thing get to you. Look what I've got around the corner for you. Look what's coming next week. Look at, look at the blessings that I'm going to pour. That you're struggling. You're worrying about finances. Look what's coming next week. Look what's coming next month. I wonder how often God looks down and we're, we're stressing about something that really we shouldn't be stressed about. I love in Matthew 6 where it's talking about Jesus says, don't worry about life and what you're going to eat and drink and your clothes. Like, starts looking, look at the birds. They're okay. And look how much more I care about you. Like, Seek first my kingdom, and what a great bit of advice. Sometimes some perspective is really going to help us. Perspective. It's in the bag. The next one is get around the right people. Do not go alone. When there is situations in your life causing you to stress, go to people in your world. Go to the good people that are going to help. I loved hearing Rhonda say when she got up, when she first got saved, one of the things she did, she got around other people. They taught her how to pray. They taught her how to pray for her, her husband. Like, she could still be in a really stressful situation if Mick wasn't saved right now, but he is saved. She went to some other people. There's people in our world, they are there to help us. Don't go solo. Don't go alone. Find the connect group. Be around good people and ask for help. It breaks my heart as a pastor when I find out weeks later what someone's gone through and I'm like, who did you let know? We're, we're, we're spirit-led, but sometimes give us a little bit of help here. Tell us, send us a text. This has happened. Can you pray? Just simple. Hey, this, oh, this has just happened at work. Can you cover me in prayer? Send it to two or three, four people in your world that can help you. We're here for each other. There's going to be times in your life you need help. There's times in my life where I need your help. We're here together. Let's do it together, shall we? Let's not go alone. Don't do it on your own. Yeah, let's give God a hand for each other here at Silverwater. Get around people. They'll pray for you. They'll support you. Sometimes being around people, they'll just help you to laugh. Laugh can help. Just get around other people. Don't go into a shell when you're hitting stressful situations. Get around other people. And sometimes what you find is you get around other people and all of a sudden you're like, oh, hold on, They've, they're going through some stuff too and oh, I can probably assist and maybe help them. And all of a sudden your problems start, you know, they start lowering and your stresses start lowering because you're, you're focused on other people. You're, you're standing with someone else and that's how we do life. 
How's this scripture? 2 Corinthians 1. Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us, comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Sometimes we get stuff from heaven and we can pour it out into other people's life to help them. So when stresses come, go and get around other good people and tell them. I remember recently hitting a really stressful situation and uh, my best mate, he doesn't even live in the country, but I got straight onto the phone. I sent him a text. I said, would you join me in prayer right now? We've got a situation that really we need a miracle. We need God to come through. Just, and it just, it's just good to know that you're not standing alone. You've got other people. It's kind of like, I've got God, I've got them, I'm here. The situation might be stressful, but I know I'm coming through it quickly because I've got people involved with me. So don't do it alone. The next one is, find the environments that assist with reducing the stress. And if I was to pick two things in my life that really work for this, the first one is church and particularly worship in church. I tell you what, being in church under the anointing when we are singing together is one of the best stress relief mechanisms I know on planet Earth. I mean, we sang a song here today. It says this. This is some of the lyrics we were singing from beginning to the end all my life is in your hands. You are God, you're the great I am, breath of life I breathe you in. Even in the fire, I'm alive in you. Sovereign over every step. Through the dark, I hear your voice. Rising up, I will rejoice. For I was lost, but now found, as even death could not hold you down. You are strong in my brokenness. This is one song we sang here today. Lines like that. Who knows they're going to help when you don't feel great and you've got stresses in your life. The house of God, worship, get in it. We sing 15, 20 minutes to start of the service. It is one of the best things for you to be in all week is to be there in those moments singing them. And the other one is corporate prayer, being in, in gatherings of God's people when we pray together, like we will on this Tuesday night. I tell you what, I don't think I've ever left one of them not feeling better than I walk in. We come in together. And sometimes, you know, oh, but I've got all these stresses in my life and you're going to be praying for businesses and I don't own a business. Just get in the atmosphere. Just get focused on some of these things because I tell you, as you do that, you'll start feeling better. I guarantee it. You'll start praying into it. You'll know that God's a miraculous God and he's going to be on the move. If he can touch them, he can touch my situation. There's things we can always get from all things. Next thing is, we've got to remember how big God is. Remember Remember, things aren't just in your hands. Hand them over to him. Put him in control. He is a big God and he will help you through all situations. I think about him, you know, Joseph at the bottom of the well when he was in, or when he was in the Egyptian prison. Joseph had a reason to be stressed out, but he just kept going. He knew who God was. What about Daniel and the lions then? That would be pretty stressful. There's a lion. There you go. Go and why don't you spend the night down there? That's, that's kind of stress. But these people, they had great faith in God. They knew the bigness of Almighty God. And the story after story after story in the Word of God, go to it, get encouragement from it. I think about 
God parting the Red Sea, that would have been pretty stressful for a lot of the Israelites. There's an Egyptian army coming to slaughter you and there's a sea in front of you. That doesn't give you a lot of options out. But who knows, we serve a big God and you might be in an impossible situation in front of you. Because most times we're stressed because we just can't see a way through. We're like, oh, I, can't, I can't get through this. It's like we're stressed because we don't see a way through. God knows a way through. He will help us through. We go to him. Remember, he is a big God. Two more. Are we doing okay? Make sure that you have some time in your life for some fun or relaxation or some sport or some physical activity. It's practical, but it works. Sometimes we need to do that. Get around some people. Go and play a game of golf. Go and, go and do some knitting. Go and, go and do something. Go for the walk. Go, go and do something that actually can help you in it. Don't just be stuck and kind of down. Go and do something that you enjoy. We'll all have different things that work for us. Find that thing and do it. It will really help. And lastly, I think this is a really big key. Be really specific with God. If there is something in your life and you know it either keeps coming back, it's a constant source of stress over your life and your family, go to God with the target of prayer, be so specific. God, I can't handle this. It gets me every time. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me to deal with this next time. I don't want this to be a conquer over my life. I want to conquer it. I want to rise above it. Help me, Lord Jesus. Show me the way. Show me what I need to get set up. Show me how to get through. Lead me, Holy Spirit. Be really specific. God loves that when we go to Him, when we say, we can't do it on our own, but I know that with you, you can. Mark 10, 27, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, but with not with God, for with God, all things are possible. Let God come into your circumstance, your situation. Don't let it get you time and time again. Go in focused prayer. Ask God to come through. If finances are your biggest kindness, your biggest stress in your life, focus Him in prayer. Go to war in prayer over this thing. Fast about it. Go like anything and just say, God, this has been over my family for too long. It's been in my situation too long. I need a God miracle. I need you to show me what to do. I need a way through this. Go as specific as you can. And believe that God, the one in heaven, is with you and for you. And like Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were called in one body, and be thankful. God can come through for you. What we have, everyone say it's in the bag. God has all we need for this life. And whatever it is, taking from you, if it's stressed, you can Get through this thing in Jesus' mighty name. I'll call the band to come up right now. He has it for us. And it's not like, oh, that's just for the pastors. That's just for the leaders. No, it's for each and every one of us. If you're in God, you have all you need for this life. You have what you need. It's in your bag. Pull it out. Use everything that he has for us to come and do life well. Exchange your stress for his peace. Your stress, his peace. Your stress, his peace. Why don't we just bow our heads right now. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that when we are stressed out, that 
you're there for us. We thank you, Lord God, there can be things that you always give us to show us the way through. There's people in our worlds. There's prayer, Lord God. There's the house of God. We just thank you, Lord God. Whatever it is, God, we thank you that you are always there and you are helping each and every one of us. We pray for anyone now, right in the middle of a stressful situation, we pray for you to move, God, in a mighty and magnificent way to release that stress even right now. I pray in Jesus' name for stress to be released off this circumstance, this situation, replaced with the peace of God. Touch every life in Jesus' name.